A uh, day late and a dollar short on Grown Up Crazy. Just realized that when I went to hop online right now and, and uh, do something on the internet that it's actually a Friday. And uh, I, I guess the last week I was a day early, so this kind of makes up for lost time. This will be the Prodigal Son Part 2. And to finish up the story that began in geometry class of all places where I was sucked into what I can only call hell, it was basically being attached to the energy and being drawn with it into what I think of now as the Earth. And the Earth itself is an actual organism. And that produces life in order to draw energy from the universe at large down inside of it. And if we're attached to that energy, we go with it. This is what happened when we went the other direction, where the experiences, the who we are, the experiences that we have, are released up to source, to heaven, to spirit, to whatever you want to call it. And I got out of... I, what came back from the center of the earth came back from being attached to that energy when the white life saved me. And I was back in geometry class and I still, it was like I was seeing two worlds at the same time. I had the world of the astral, the energetical overlaid on top of the physical world, but I could interact with the physical world again and, and maintain autonomy in it as long as I remained focused on it. So I was able to get up and just stumble my way out of class and I didn't even bother going to the office. I just walked right out of the school and walked right down the street to where my grandfather lived. He was used to seeing me because I would come there sometimes with migraine headaches. I've had migraine headaches since I was a child. And I went in and I just mumbled something about him having a migraine and laid down on his couch. And he was watching television, his usual daytime television. You know, he's an old man and retired. And then the same experience happened again where I saw directly into the astral. It drew me forward. My, I couldn't fight it. I was just drawn directly into the astral. But this time... It was almost as if I was traveling upward. It was, I was traveling out and into the universe at large instead of down and into the earth. And, and it was like the sensation of riding a wave of sheer bliss. I was transported on a wave of, of sheer bliss. And I remember, too, at one point I sort of like looked around. I had a sense of myself, and I decided that I should have wings. And then I suddenly had wings, and I was just flying through the universe on a sea of bliss. And it was in... It was... I was perceiving energy directly, so I could have still been in the 3D and just perceiving energy directly, or I could have been in what people call the astral, or I call the places between, or maybe they really are just one and the same. Maybe it's all the same amalgamation, and it's just a question of how you perceive it. Do you, do you perceive it in what spectrum or what vibration you perceive it at? The interesting thing about all this was riding the waves of pure bliss and just traveling, just the joy of sheer existence. And then I started doing something strange. And this is why I, I, I say everything's um, a fractal. Because I would, I would pivot and I would dive, I was flying through the cosmos and I, I'd go to a planet and they were all different. And I would pivot and I would drive straight into the side of a mountain. And I would make my perception get smaller and smaller and smaller until I saw the fundamental building blocks of matter. And then I went inside of those. And then inside of each of those was another universe. It was an entirely another universe. To where, to where there's, there, everything was universes within universes going on for infinity in all directions, in an ever-repeating pattern, both internal and external, in all directions, throughout an endless time stream. And this is, where, this is where I get my perception of the universe from, is from having these kinds of experiences doing this. And, and I just did it, and it was just play. It was just pure play and pure joy. And I, um, I considered, continued to just go hopscotching through universe, through realities. And uh, at one point, though, I was f stopped and constrained by an outside force that, that had a tangible presence. And something stopped me, and it said, you can go no further. I'm like, what do you mean I can go no further? It says, if you go any further, your body will die. And I had been traveling so long 
that I forgot there was such a thing as earth. I forgot there was such a thing as Justin Matthews. I forgot there's such a thing as bodies. No idea, but the moment this presence gave me this information, I became aware of it, and I focused my perception on what it was talking about, and it was like reality parted, and I could look through and see my what what had been my body laying on the couch of my grandfather's house and I had to, you know this but this was the moment I've been working for for my whole teenage life was to escape this I was 15 or 16 and I was like oh hell no as soon as I had the 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 understanding of earth and I remembered it I was like oh hell no and I, I consciously closed up the cloud like like repaired the rent that had, had occurred in perception in reality and start took off like a bat out of hell trying to get as far away from my body as I could and this force grabbed me, but it was an invisible force, but definitely tangible. And it grabbed me, and I could feel it like forcing me back to my body. And and I stopped for a second, and I wondered, like, well, how how is it? How does it have a hold of me? And I realized it had a hold of the vibration of me. So I went to this spot in the very center of my being, and I shifted my vibration slightly, and I was able to then keep moving. You know, I was able to like slip slip the the, the noose more or less. It was almost like. I guess if, a, if an invisible hand was holding me, I was changing myself just enough to be able to slip through the fingers. And this happened two or three times until finally this presence just grabbed me and slammed me back in my body. And I, I just exploded off the couch feeling like I was breathing fire and just everything was spinning, the ears were ringing, all the rest. And, um, and this actually, I ate up years of my life in self-pity because of this, because I then, of being a teenager, a self-important, self-pitying teenager, I then took shook my fist at, at the divine, and I was like, well, motherfucker, you know, you wanted me to be here, you do something about it, you know, fix all these people, fix all this stuff, you know, you, you fix this, you fix this mess, you know, I'm just here, and I kind of pouted for a couple of years after this, before I, before I uh, learned better, and... <laughs> So, oh man, to get those years back. Anywho, and um, but when I came up on the couch, my grandfather had been staring at me, and he was staring at me ghost white and wide eyed, just slack jaw. And my grandfather, if you had nobody, of course you didn't know him, but he was like John Wayne. You know, he, he was he was a man's man. You know, the World War II generation, the whole thing, man's man. And he was pressed back into his recliner, staring at me, white, wide eyed, and slack jawed. And I realized, I was like. I have no idea what my body was doing or what this looked like from the outside source. When I came back in it, I remember the sensation of falling. So I might have been suspended above the couch. I, I don't know because obviously I wasn't in there. When I was looking down on my body, it was like a top-down approach. And I still have the conscious memory of when I had done that from the astral. But I can't quite distinguish, like, was I like a foot off the couch or not because it was top-down. But whatever it was, it scared the piss out of this John Wayne of a World War II and he, um, you know, Merchant Marine, World War II, not actually in the infantry, but, um, and I tried to cover it up. I was like, oh, sorry, I just, I just fell asleep. I had a migraine. And he looked at me with just this, just, just the most hollow voice I've ever heard from anybody in my life. He says, I ain't never seen no man sleep like that. And not even, like, I'm his grandson. But from that moment forward, he never treated me like his grandson. I mean, he died, um, later in that year, but... From that day forward, he never treated me like family, but he didn't ostracize me, but he would just stare at me. And and we actually, before his death, had several conversations about God. And, and he was devout agnostic. When he was a kid, he one time saw his uncle have to sleep slip a priest cash just so the priest would come and, and grieve, uh, you know, offer some... Uh, 
support for the grieving family. You know, there was a death in the family. One member was Catholic. The priest wouldn't come because they weren't all Catholic. And he saw um, his uncle have to basically bribe a priest to do his job. And since that moment, he's just never into the church. And, and as a result of that time, never into God. But those are the last conversations I had with him. And, and so there was... That was one of the first times where I realized that maybe these things are not... Maybe this, like, actually happened. If somebody, if this had this result on my grandfather, then this actually happened. And on reflection, it's also why I consider the universe the way it is. Because of this story and other stories that happened to me, I realized that the universe is continually expanding, continually repeating pattern that goes on in all directions throughout infinite time, moving towards a conclusion that has already occurred. And as a result of that, that there's nothing to do. The only thing we have to do is allow for the reality that already exists outside of time. And the perfection that has already been achieved that we are endlessly moving towards yet will never reach. And if you can... Wrap your mind around that. Congratulations. You two are growing up crazy. Ciao. Talk to you all later. And uh, have a beautiful day. Have a blessed day. Be wonderful. Much love.